Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Caitlin Patterson. It's a small soul piece of real talk in uh, the house. <laughs> this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in the world. And if you are looking for a drug free sponsorship and foundation, five year gold like a Mac truck through ice cream, check us out at P4PMuscle.com. And now let us begin the chit chatter and the banter. Hello, Desiree. Hello, Kaylin. Kaylin O'Powderson. How are you this fine evening? I'm uh, of your Kaylin clan and quite happy. (laughs) (laughs) And why is that? Do share share the reason for your joy. There's so many things that happen with live radio, and we just dodged the bullet, and I'm happy for it. Yay. There you have it. We are here. We are together. It is July 3rd. It is the day before the 4th of July. So I want to hear it from our listeners. What plans are out there? What are the festivities that are going on tomorrow? Mr. O'Patterson, how are you celebrating your 4th of July? Uh, With a workout. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And what else? What else do you have going on besides the workout? Well, as there's, I, I I don't because our gym is so open and so around, and people are always coming in. That I was setting up uh, basically people to come in and get their first workout on the Fourth of July because they have the day off, and I didn't even think about a day off on the Fourth of July because I'm so used to being at the gym, and I think that is so crazy. I think I'm more attuned with uh, actual bodybuilding shows as holidays than actual holidays in the year, which sounds crazy, but it's so true because the late, I asked the lady, I was like, well, will you be able to make it here tomorrow? And she said, I'm off tomorrow. And I looked at her like, wow, during the week, that's nice. And, yeah, 4th <laughs> of July is tomorrow. Think about that. That's, that's pretty bad. 4th of July is tomorrow. And she was off, yes. so she's definitely off from work and off from her work out. I think that's what no, I was... she's going to be I working was, out. Oh, all right, cool. Well, that's good. Good for her. Yes. And for, that's you know, all of our listeners me. out there, oh get your workout done in the a.m. Uh-oh, what happened? And then your rest of your day is yours to celebrate any way that you want without any guilt about missing your workout. Indeed, you feel guilty about missing a workout. If you don't, you're good. You're set. You're ready to go. So a new thing in Iowa is that they are actually allowed. So here's the deal. It's it's now legal to shoot off fireworks in the state of Iowa, but each city and community can decide whether or not they want to allow it. So, so it's legal, but it's kind of not. So, unfortunately, we're in one of those communities where we cannot shoot off fireworks into the air. We're not supposed to be able to do that anyway, although I've seen several of them already going off. So, I'm not sure how hard and fast um, that law is for us. But I know that my nine-year-old is disappointed now that we're we're not going to be able to do that because we do have a neighbor who will turn us in. (laughs) The Carruthers will have a visit from the police officers 
if we if we if we try to buck the system, I think. So yeah. So that's what we've got going on. So you know, I'm not really sure. We might have some grilling. There definitely should be a workout in there somewhere and um you know, there might be some uh taxidermying in there. Um for those of you who don't know, my husband is a taxidermist. He only does birds though. Um so I don't know. There there He's may a be a bird too. or two in my future tomorrow. He is a good one. He's a great one. He is a, uh, well, I'll go ahead and brag a little bit. He's a five-time national champion and an international champion as well. If you didn't know, there is a such thing as taxidermist competitions. I I do believe there's competition for most things out there, but there there are competitions, and they bring all sorts of animals. I've even seen a crocodile on display, like a full-blown big one. So what Hello? are you saying over there, KP? Yes. I said sharing of a link or information that people might want to have their uh, birds accident. Uh, because, <laughs> you know, you can ship him. He does take shipments of birds. But if you want to check out his work, just check out his personal Facebook page. That's that's what he's got going on right now, Corey Carruthers, and you can see what he does. So I am a uh, hashtag taxidermist wife, and I I do assist in in some of the bird prep every now and again. So wait, wait, that could wait, be wait, part wait, of wait, tomorrow wait, as well. Bird prep, bird prep, bird prep. The yeah. bird, the preparation my, of the birds oh. to be finished go. off. There we go. Oh, now that sounds terrible. What are you talking about? The birds to be I, you know what? I don't even want to know. Yeah, no, yeah, we're 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 gonna walk away so from that and leave that name. one. You ring the neck. <laughs> I don't. The bird. Yeah. We don't have to ring any necks. The birds are already resting in peace by the time they get to us. Okay, we have to make sure that we put that information out there before people are frightened <laughs> about being bird killers. I have to finish. We are not. Oh. We are not bird. We are not bird killers. Can't say that. Corey does hunt, so I can't say that he's never hunted a bird. But no, any any birds, our our customers send those in. So anyway. Oh. Anyway, you know, for all y'all out there who all you who are eating y'all. chicken breasts and everything else, don't be calling don't be calling us bird killers because somebody out there is a bird killer for your chicken breast. Just remember that. All right. Mm. I digress. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anywho. Uh, anywho. So what is everybody doing for the 4th of July? I haven't heard any any feedback yet, any input. I, I honestly want to know. Okay, Let's have it. Uh, Bob Send it on in. Grilling and chilling. Um, everybody's mm-hmm. got a grill going. Uh, we have three vegans, and I don't know what they're talking about, grilling tofu. That, I have to, I got to look that one up. Yeah. No, grilling yeah, tofu is a thing. It really exists. Are you serious? Yeah, it does. And there's different kinds of tofu. Our vegan friends will chime in. There's soft and there's firmer kinds. Oh, wow. So, (laughs) it is a thing. Wow. And you can marinate. You can marinate tofu. Yeah. And uh, throw that bad boy on the grill. (laughs) Oh, you just said, yeah. 
<laughs> I think you're going to get some messages about that one. I'm already. I, I, I didn't think <laughs> I, I stand corrected. You said it, it does happen. And I was already messaging back, like, please, this is not the 4th of July. not not the 1st of April. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's the 4th of July. I am looking. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this article now that says, "Raise your hand if tofu is your favorite food." Woohoo! All y'all out there who like tofu and it's your favorite, <laughs> go ahead and send Kaylin all kinds of thumbs Ew. up. Thumbs up. I'm getting them now. All over Even the place right. over there. You guys are and funny. And it says rule yeah. number one. So let's talk about this. Let's rule number one. Like I said, there are different kinds of tofu and they're soft and there's firm and rule number one in this article is you have to use a firm non-silken tofu it comes yeah. in two basic forms silken and cottony which are made using two different coagulating agents okay we're not going to get into all of this so rule number two for grilling your tofu open mind Kaylin we're listening with an open mind you have to open cut mind. your tofu oh. wide Plenty of recipes suggest, suggest spearing chunks of tofu on a wooden skewer or slicing it into thin slabs. This person does not recommend that method. You want to cut it wide so that your tofu ends up losing a lot of the moisture and you get more of a, um, so it doesn't lose most of the moisture and you don't end up with a leathery cut of tofu. Oh. You have to dry your tofu oh. very well. You have to season it wisely. And you need to preheat and clean your grill before grilling. Oil your grill well. And you want to grill with a slow, indirect heat if you want a crispy tofu. And there you have it. Yeah. And then you reapply uh, your marinade after cooking. Well, it looks beautiful. It may not sound great, but it, the picture is absolutely wonderful. So for anyone wondering how you grill tofu, there were a couple of steps right there. You can try it out on your um, 4th of July celebration tomorrow. Ew. Kaylin, I think you should try it. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. <laughs> Is it even a holiday? And Chandler, shout out to Chandler who says he's got to work out before and after grilling and chilling. So, uh, you know, good. Chandler, maybe you can try that the tofu sounds... too in between oh. grilling and chilling. I'm sure after two great workouts, he has something more in mind than, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I look, every to each their own. I'm not gonna knock it, but no, no. For all of our <laughs> vegan listeners, I want you to send Kaylin your favorite tofu recipes. Send them their favorite tofu recipes, and then. We will be sure to share those on P for P, Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin. We'll share those on our Facebook page. Right we we'll share I those on Midwest right Muscle. All right, good. This well, then let's give that bad boy post. This owner. He says, buy it, fry it, and try it. So, yeah. Buy it, fry I got it, and try it. No, buy it, fry it, and try it. I got you. I see what you're buy saying. Buy it, fry it, and try it. Okay. Yeah. They, they're making fun of me. Yeah. I get it. I'll take the hits, guys. Yeah. I'll take all day. I'm just saying I'm not going to be making the 4th of July tofu. <laughs> Real. Send them your favorite recipes. We want to post those bad boys. Send them in. We want to see it. I got so, to see know, it too. 
for the 4th of July, there are 101 tips out there on how to survive the 4th of July in a healthy manner. Tons of them. Tons oh, of them. And so That's a good idea. I've uh, Yeah, there's a lot of survival tips, healthy eating tips. Some of them I agree with, some of them I don't agree with. So, I I want to share a couple of these and let's have food for thought and good discussion on what you think. Um of what you think of them. Um, one of them was to, instead of using a, um, like your regular white flour bun, they want okay. you to use a uh, a whole grain bun. To use that on your uh, brats and burgers. But I'm saying, why use a bun at all? Why do you need a bun? I'm saying skip the bun. Save your carbs, save your macros, and skip the bun. What do we think about that? Yay or nay on the skipping of the bun? I mean, you can even use a lettuce leaf instead of bread if you wanted to. Um, And Dale has a good question. Is whole grain really whole grain? And that's a good question. You have to read those ingredients. And if you do have a truly whole grain bun, would you really want to eat it? Because a lot of times even wheat bread products are made with white flour. They just look like wheat bread. You really have yes. to pay attention to what you're getting, what you what you are getting. And so, Dale, you know, what am I looking for? The fewer ingredients, the better. Truly, the fewer the ingredients, the better. And read what kind of flour is actually in there. If it has... Um, you know, a white flour of any kind, and it'll have to say it, then you don't want it. Even if it's mixed with whole wheat flour, you want something that's 100%. And most of the time, you're probably not going to find it on your standard grocery store shelf. You might have to go to like a Whole Foods, a Trader Joe's, you know, something like that. But, you know, the fewer ingredients, the better. If you really want a decent bread, if you're going to eat bread, the fewer ingredients, the better. And that goes with anything. That goes with any food. Kaylin, thoughts on that? Uh, there's a lot of things that mean, oh, wow, they, they've, they've manufactured words that are so easy to be misleading that you really do. Dale, that's a good question. Um, one of the things to look for is processed anything, bleached anything. Um, there's going to be... Like Des said, more listings for ingredients than you really think need to go into an actual bread product. And it's like whole grain has got to say 100%. Um, I know you guys are aware that, you know, it's a plus or minus, but still it's going to be the actual product in there, which would be whole grain. And uh, wheat is always a good friend of mine. Um, There's so much that goes into uh, bleaching the breads now, that they really do cause more harm than good for people who have questionable digestive tracts. And, you know, that's that's a whole other show we could do is about this, uh, the, you know, the, the things that are going into the actual planting and growing. There's so many pesticides and herbicides and something else that I just, that, you know, it, it's it's really... It's up in the air, and I, that, that's, I guess that is a show we could do in the future, Dennis, but we'd have to really do our research. 
to uh, basically yep. get that information out there because there's a lot of, like, you know, just like in diets and nutrition and everything else, there's a lot of misleading information, and uh, we'll have to weed our way through that just to make sure that we're not sharing that bad information because we do yep. want to give you the best, most possible, great information, and thank God for people like Dr. Joe. But uh, we'll we'll get more information. I, I like that topic. I like that question because what what food is really good food, and how much has been marketed to sound like great food? That's a that's an interesting topic that I I'd like to look into. Uh, Des, well, we should we should. No, I was going to say, and we should definitely do that. So again. If it says, so there's a difference between wheat and whole grain, and I probably confused you guys earlier. I was slurring and mincing my terms. So, okay, all bread has wheat in it, but what you want mm-hmm. to look for is whole grain. Um, yes. You don't want, or a whole wheat. You don't want any refined flours. You are not looking for... Um, enriched wheat flour, unbleached wheat flour, fortified wheat flour. You don't, those things, those things you're not getting a whole grain product there. So you either need to have it say whole grain, stone ground, whole wheat, or just whole wheat. You don't want refined flours. And if it is truly a whole grain bread product, it's going to have a higher fiber content than just your basic bread that's mostly, uh, you know, an unrefined wheat. So there yes. you go. That's what you have it there. So <laughs> more than you probably wanted to know about the – and the whole question was, do you eat the bread or don't you? And I guess it all depends on the bread. But I'm saying you don't necessarily need it. I mean, if you, it, if you enjoy it, great, go for it. But you know what? Whatever your cut of meat is that you're eating, if you're eating protein, you know, try it. Have an adventure. Try it without the bun. Try it without the bun and see, and see. Hashtag meat Let's eater. See, this question. Meat eater, Kalen. Hashtag grilled tofu. <laughs> <laughs> Try it out. Okay. I'm this question is from Jerome. He I'm says, <laughs> how do I fight the itis to make sure I get to the gym after eating? That is a great question. Itis. So here's, here's a couple of unscientific thoughts that I have on that, Jerome. A, don't skimp on earlier meals, skimp or skip on earlier meals per se, so you can just eat this whole huge big meal at one sitting. Because what you're going to do there is your meal, your your food portions are going to be totally out of whack. You're going to be starving. You're already prone to eat more than what you normally would. And if you go into that meal super hungry, you're going to doubly eat more than you normally would. And there is no avoiding the itis when all of the blood has rushed from your brain to your stomach to digest. There's just no way to do it. You can't overeat and avoid the itis. You can't do it. So hedge your bets. Eat sensibly, eat clean. Um, if you know you want to have treats or what have you in the afternoon, then okay, manage your micros to account for those, your macros to account for those. But, you know, don't starve yourself thinking, well, I'm not going to eat all day so I can have this really big meal because your big meal will be like big meal times two if you do that. So those are my thoughts on avoiding the itis. I mean, enjoy yourself, eat the things that you want to eat. But just don't overdo it. Save some for the next day. 
There you go. To go places. And you know, if you and if you're looking at um, kind of the same process that uh, Chandler is is got going on, then yeah, plan your workout also before you eat and give your metabolism a little jump start going into the meal. And then, you know, maybe plan on a little leisurely walk if you don't want to get back into the gym or just some sort of, you know, movement activity following. So it doesn't have to be a full-blown workout, but eat, go for a walk if you can, you know, throw the Frisbee in the yard, whatever it is you're going to do before you sit down. That's the other thing. Once you get done eating, get up and move if you can, because once you sit down and stay seated, the itis again that's going to kick in and kick your butt so just kind of manage your activity and the amount of food you plan to consume and maybe the itis can be kept at bay kaylin <laughs> oh larry wants to know the itis you know i don't know that i can explain the itis on on public radio without offending somebody so if, let's just say it's it's that it is, but I'm not going to go there, even as real as this real talk is. But it's that, you know, uncontrollable, sleepy feeling you have after you eat too much, pretty much like after Thanksgiving and any other major holiday yeah. meal where we basically tend to pig out and then we just want to take a nap. That's the <laughs> itis, that sluggish, let me sit here and fall asleep in my easy chair feeling usually induced by overconsumption of food. (laughs) Yes. The itis ain't no joke. (laughs) The itis ain't no joke. It's for real. My oldest daughter always does that when she overeats. She's like, oh, I got the itis, Mom, which she learned from her Uncle Kevin what the itis was. But, um, yeah, that's what you got going on. Or, you know, it's kind of like the Dunlap syndrome where where your belly done lapped over your belt. Yeah. There you go. That's that's what it is. <laughs> I used to think it was an urban legend. I became, I'm not kidding you. Because I always thought I, I, I was immune to this um, itis. But it did, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it, it finally caught me. And it was... Uh, the itis. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, it, it's real. <laughs> it's not urban legend. <laughs> It's not urban legend. It's probably in the urban dictionary though, so if you Google it Yes. <laughs> I'm sure Larry you'll find you'll find it. Um, Sheldon. Sheldon is asking what's the importance of shelf life? Well, all I'm gonna say about shelf life, Sheldon, is the longer that it lives on your shelf is equal to the more processed ingredients are in it. Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. Ooh. So that's the well, that's the easiest yeah. way I can explain yeah. that. Wow. You know, if a Twinkie can survive a nuclear war and still be fresh in its wrapper, you know that it's going to survive at least another 20 years in your digestive system. <laughs> okay, so maybe I'm exaggerating. But that's kind of how it is. The more preservatives <laughs> that are in something, the more, I'll call them, chemicals and other things that are in food so they stay fresh longer in their package, that just means the further away you are from um, food in its whole natural state. The shorter the shelf well, life, if it tends to go moldy faster without being refrigerated or even refrigerated, um, 
that just means that it's it's more it's closer to its whole state, its natural state, without any additives. Well, I like that. I like that. All right. Anything you want to add to that, KP Lee? KP Lee. Yeah, yeah. KP. I don't know where the Lee came from. I I know where it came from. I'm not saying nothing. (laughs) You miss a Freudian combination flip. (laughs) (laughs) The haters must be hitting you early. I I haven't even got started yet. I'll have to see what kind of itis I can get into tomorrow. All right. Okay, just to add on to it, like, Darren Steen actually said something that really uh, got my attention, and this is back in 2012 when he was talking about this. And he said, you know, anything that basically increases the shelf life shortens yours. And that's a good way mm-hmm. to look at it because there's a lot, you know, our bodies, we like to look at ourselves. We're, we're not really uh, plugged in to anything. We're more like the living battery. And anything that causes that battery to work harder shortens the lifespan of the battery itself. And we have a lot of things that we do to ourselves, you know, and I, I was telling somebody about my, my past drinking, you know, I, you know, I was a heavy drinker, and I said, I know that I damaged my, my body to the point where it had to basically pay, I have to pay for that at some time, and I, I, I go into that, into every day with that understanding, and, you know, it's not something I worry about, because, you know, what's done is done, but the fact is, that's what happened, and, and if you start looking at, all right, if I eat this, you know, what's it going to do to my body? And, and we, you know, we should be thinking like this regularly, but we're not taught to do that. We're taught to basically, you know, live, what, is, what was that? You only live once and, you know. YOLO! Just, YOLO! Yes, yes, there you go. And, and we're <laughs> supposed to just basically go for it every day. And I think, well, that sounds great until you have to pay for it tomorrow. And most of the time when we do have to pay for it, we're not happy with the payoff, and it, it's a lot of suffering, you know, and, and, and you know, especially being in our, in, in the fitness industry, and when I'm explaining to somebody, you know, and they say, how do I lose this? I said, the same way you, you gained it. You, you know, you, 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 it took years to put this body on, and now you've got a long time to get it all correctly. I mean, because there's always short things to do, but you always pay for that as well. So, you know, we... we if we looked at ourselves more with the intent of taking better care, you know, even on the holidays, it might seem like, you know, it's it's hard to do, but really if we're in, if we're really focused on good health, and, you know, I'm not going to be that worry war, you know, all right, well, how many calories is coming out of that barbecue sauce? Well, hey, dip it extra if that's what you're worried about. But the, the point is, you know, <laughs> if you're not willing to work to pay, you know, pay off, that, that check you wrote, then don't write the check. We're, we're, we're constantly getting credit cards that we can't pay off, and that's bad health. So, you know, we, we, we have to look at ourselves in a, in, a, in a more understanding of taking care of ourselves if we intend to actually do it and not just, you know, keep saying, well, so-and-so is doing this, so why can't I? You know, if, if, you're, if, you're, not, if you're willing to pay that check or, you know, pay off that credit card or bad health, then, hey, do it. 
But if you're not and you're steadily saying, the, you know, the further I get away from good health, the harder it is to make that payment, then maybe you were in debt to begin with. And I know that's a crazy analogy, but, you know, it, it does fit with uh, what we're talking about right now. No, I definitely think it doesn't. Actually, I think you pretty much just answered Brenda's question because she said, how can we still do good during the whole day when so much good food is present? Aren't holidays really just torture to make us fail at good eating? And, oh you know, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it really just all the – okay, first of all, we are a culture built around food. I don't know how it got yes, started this way. But we have a holiday, Thanksgiving in particular, focused around food. I mean, we're all thankful, but what's the crux of Thanksgiving? It's a Thanksgiving meal. And every holiday that comes around, we celebrate with food. Food is an emotional thing. We use it to celebrate. We use it when we're sad. (laughs) We use it. It is the wonder drug for whatever ails you. It really is. Because it can, it can bring you good health and it can bring you bad health. It can make you happy when you're feeling sad or at least make you feel like you're happier when you're feeling sad and so on and so forth. So food really is that uh, cure-all for almost anything, depending on what it is you're trying to use it for. But like Kaylin said, you know, if you, if, you, if you have the money in the account to pay for that check you're writing with that extra donut, then you know what? Go for it. Why if you're going to work donut? it off. Uh, why does it got to be a donut, Kaylin? I why don't know. That's what just came up. It can be a monster <laughs> cookie, monster. which okay, I'm not okay. having any tomorrow, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But if you can't, if you can't stop at just one monster cookie, if you have trigger foods that just keep you eating and eating and eating and you're way out of control with your eating, if you can't have just one and enjoy it and move on, then no, you can't. You cannot cash that check you just wrote with that bad habit. And I don't know that holidays are designed to torture us, but for some reason as a culture, that's how we celebrate. And Americans aren't the only ones. So, you know, maybe start your own tradition and make your holidays, you know, mean something else with a focus on a different area more so than the food that goes along with the holiday. Um, and I know we've had this discussion before. Not everybody, not everybody's on your page. Not everybody wants to eat healthy all the time, including holidays. Because believe it or not, you can eat tons of healthy food on a holiday, feel yeah. overstuffed, you get the itis, but the impact won't be as bad as if you filled it full of junky food. Now you're still going to have a caloric gain. Don't get me wrong. That's still going to happen if Amen people eat, regardless if it's healthy or bad. But you know, it's the all. impact, the end result, how your body is going to handle that load will be different. So, I mean, it all depends on how you look at it and your mental preparation and going into that holiday. And I would say whether it's the 4th of July or any holiday that you're looking at, that mental preparation is going to be key. You have to have a plan on what you intend to do, knowing what kind of circumstance you're walking into and how you're going to handle it. Oh, and maybe exactly. part of it is bringing your is bringing your yeah. own dessert, and that way you can eat double of that versus someone else's dessert, and someone else might get turned on to your healthy dessert and be like, "Cool, give me that recipe." Who knows what kind of seed you may plant? But uh, anyway, I'm rambling. KP, what you got? We got one from Liz, and it's a uh, it's a pretty good one. 
And she says, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Don't vaccinations and prescriptions add to a lot of the weight gain? Yes, they can. They can. And if you uh, will recall um, our interview with Brittany Ramos as we were talking about her brother's suicide, uh, that was one of the side effects of his medications and one of the reasons why he often would quit it was the weight gain that came with um, the prescriptions that he was put on. So, yes, um, those elements, if you will, can also Mm -hmm. contribute to weight gain, um, wanting to eat, um, giving you the feeling that you're hungry when you're really not, wanting you, you know, wanting to munch, increased cravings. They They can have those side effects as well. Yes, and and to add now, to that, it, you know, yeah, we 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 have to go be ahead. like Des is saying, we have to be more conscious of what we're doing with our bodies, and we also have to understand that some people don't have that option, and as supporters of these people, we have a lot of mood and mind altering drugs that are prescribed for people that are aren't dealing with society in a way that makes it uh, healthy mentally. And a lot of times there's many drugs out there that are basically, you know, legal, but they don't know the long-term effects of them. And, you know, I I can always harken back to the lady that I worked with, a horse trainer, and uh, she was a really nice lady, but she had bouts of depression. And so, you know, this was supposed to basically equal, the prescription she was given was supposed to equalize her mentality to where she could be more normal. And it basically made her just avoid human being of no kind of emotion. And it was frightening because, you know, this woman that I was working with year after year suddenly became silent, dormant, and the depression actually worsened. It didn't improve. She just became so melancholy that there was no endorphin release. There was nothing that would basically bring her mood up because she was constantly at that equal state of mind. And, you know, it might sound like a good place to be, but without happiness, how do you find joy? And it it just was something that, you know, the manufacturer, the pharmaceutical manufacturer never thought about because they were trying to save a person from basically taking their own life, which is, you know, in a good way, you know, a good thought. But when you think about the long-term effects of those drugs, they hadn't really done it because this was released when they saw that it would basically put people in a balanced state of being. Yes? Yep. Nope, you got it. So good question there. And the answer, short question, short question, short answer to your question is yes. (laughs) And I think Kaylin okay. had a very Here's good example. Here's okay. One from Myron. And they said, Desiree, with the <laughs> family and all the food you have planned, is there going to be any need for you since you everyone seems to be picking on Kaylin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, um, so my 4th of July tomorrow is going to be pretty mild. We are planning to grill. Um, we are not planning any tofu. There is no tofu, sorry. Um, and I do not have I do not have any sweets on the menu whatsoever. Really? I don't. 
I don't, no but you cookies. know, so my no monster cookies, and and unfortunately, um, and I say unfortunately in a very selfish way, um, I don't have my youngest because she's with her dad. It's his holiday this year, and uh, my son is uh, not much on sweets, and I, you know, my oldest daughter will probably lobby for some cookies but I don't have anything like that planned. So it's going to be a pretty mellow 4th of July celebration for me. So this year I'm getting off the hook pretty easy. <laughs> oh, wow. Off the hook pretty easy. I know. I know. But to be well, honest with you guys, the hardest holiday for me is not like any traditional holiday that's out there. The hardest celebrations for me are always birthdays because in my yes. family we make – a big, big deal out of birthdays. In my book, birthdays are more important than Christmas, Easter, Hanukkah, whatever it is you want to throw out there. Um, oh, wait, that's wait, hold just, on, you know, on. our personal hold celebration on. of life. And so yes. those ones, those are difficult because then the kids want cheesecake Mark, from Cheesecake Factory. and uh, It's not about – it's. I still, yes, I love Jesus. I adore Jesus. Um, we can have another long philosophical conversation about the holiday Christmas. But beyond yeah, that, um, birthdays are very, very, very important to me and my family. So as far as celebrations where sweet foods are generally involved, those are the hardest for me. So the itis really happens on your birthday. It could. It could. And, you know, That's I always let me. them pick what what they you – know. it could. Because I always let them pick what, what they want to have, what dinner they want to have on their birthday and what, you know, how do they want to celebrate. Is it ice cream? Is it cheesecake? Is it cake, cookie? Whatever it is that they want. I mean, it's their birthday, so they get to Don't choose the whole kit and caboodle. Don't think I'm asking. <laughs> That's quite all right. So those of everything are the hardest for me. Anyway, I think I've said that 12 times now. We can move on. Um, and okay. actually, I'm going to take us back. I'm going to take us back to our bread discussion here. And just to be clear, yes, I love, love Jesus, okay? So let's let's keep that out there. But let's move back. Let's, I do. Let's move back to um, – so Sheila's going to take us back to our bread discussion, and she's asking what's the important part of fiber? What's the important part oh, of fiber? Wow, and that's yeah. a good question because we had said, you know, if you're looking at a truly whole grain bread product, it'll have higher fiber. So here's the short skinny on fiber. So fiber is the part of a plant, so fruits, vegetables, whole grains, that our bodies do not digest. So basically we eat them and they will pass through our system essentially whole. They don't break down like the other foods or other parts of the food do. But this this is a good thing because what the fiber does then is it, since it is whole, it helps to, um, you know, move things through our digestive system. So if you don't have enough fiber, it can cause irregularity and constipation mm-hmm. and, and those sorts of things. So fiber helps you have regular bowel movements. Um, and because of that, because it's moving that waste through, and it also helps to move through um, harmful carcinogens, you know, it can also help um, reduce your risk of colon cancer. 
as yeah. well. So that's another important reason why you need good fiber to aid with digestion and support just your overall health. And it can, and it's also been said that it can help lower blood cholesterol. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. an expert on fiber, so you're just getting a very high-level brush. But that's why fiber is a good thing. So you definitely want to eat fibrous vegetables and fruits and those sorts of things. Yes. And, you know, this is something that I I actually learned kind of just out of by mistake. And I could never understand why apple juice, orange juice, and basically all the juices were, you know, marked as bad. But then when you go to the fruit side, the actual fruit side of it, and you had good information from it, and it wasn't as harmful. You know, you can't just, like they said, just overindulge and thinking you're going to be okay. But that was one of the things I thought I just, it just puzzled me. And it's because of fiber, the fiber in the fruit. It, it basically is what makes fruits beneficial to us because we can absorb at a rate that our bodies can acquire it healthy. And, and, and that's a big difference in just getting a straight shot of juice and thinking everything's going to be fine. So that, that was an eye-opener for me. And I learned to eat my calories instead of drinking them. Mm, mm-hmm. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that as well. So there you have it. There you have it. You know, and I don't know. I, I feel like we've been health-based in this conversation, but I kind of feel like we've been all over the place too. But yeah, that's yeah. what happens when Kaylin and I are left up to our own resources. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't... We don't have a guest that keeps we warned you. on track. We warned well, you. You're as good as ours. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. So um, so we talked about, so we started of why do you need a bun? <laughs> and if you do eat a bun, make sure it's whole grain. But here's another one that I thought was very interesting And um, this one is from a thyroid perspective. Now, I don't have a thyroid issue, but my mother does have thyroid issues. And um, this one I had never thought about, but it says, skip the hot dog and make hamburgers. So, yeah. Okay, so I'm reading this verbatim, so just go along with me here. But it says, one of the biggest, if not the single Um, biggest dietary cause of hypothyroidism today is polyunsaturated fats, also known as PUFAs. So hot dogs are made up of primarily inexpensive, low-quality pork and turkey meats. And in order to reduce the cost of meat, farmers must reduce the cost of animal feed. And so agricultural research done many decades ago has shown that adding inexpensive polyunsaturated polyunsaturated fats to animal feed has suppressed the thyroid, the animal's thyroid and caused them to fatten quicker. So cheaper feed and fatter animals allows farmers to produce, okay, this inexpensive but low quality meat. And so what does it got to do? You said, well, this is to do with the animals. What does this have to do with my food? Well, here's the kicker. One of the biggest problems that non-ruminant animals like pigs and turkeys have 
is they store polyunsaturated fats directly in their own fat cells, which are getting transferred to you in the products that you're eating. So when you eat the meat of these animals, you're getting all of these polyunsaturated fats along with it. So on the other hand, ruminant animals like cows, so ruminant means they have separate stomachs. So cows have four stomachs. Did you know that? So anyway, they have four stomachs where their food takes its time to go through the digestive tract because it's so hard to break down. So they have different compartments, those four different stomachs that help with their digestive process. So ruminant animals like cows have the ability to convert some of the polyunsaturated fats into healthier saturated fats that does not have the same thyroid suppressing effects as the pork and turkey. So with this in mind, simply having a hamburger instead of a hot dog can cut down on the amount of thyroid-suppressive polyunsaturated fats you eat and allow your thyroid to enjoy the holiday with you. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> There's another tip. I, you know, I feel like I'm ruining somebody. <laughs> I'm ruining somebody's 4th of July out there. But these are, I told you, there are a million and one health tips out there on how to survive the 4th of July, and I'm just sharing some of the more interesting ones that caused me to pause and be like, hmm, (laughs) I never would have thought about that. You know, and the other ones are your basics, drink lots of water, portion control, be active. But don't be eating those hot dogs. (laughs) Eat, Eat hamburgers instead. There you go. <laughs> On yeah. a whole grain bun, okay? <laughs> there, there's the whole lettuce. picture. There's the whole picture right there. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone full for the spectrum. <laughs> we have gone full circle. We have gone full circle. <clears throat> um, the question is, are you guys going to be at the show this weekend? Which show are we talking about? Hashtag Fit Chick. <laughs> Oh, I are we talking doing. about the uh, the rumble coming up on the seventh in Davenport? Davenport. What are we talking about? Yes, yes, yes. I am actually going to be there. I'm going to be judging. Oh, you're only you. That show. Only you. Are you judging that show? Are you judging that show? We talked about this. We talked about this. I for I forgot this. I you I know, know I'm, I'm sorry. I totally wow, forgot you were gonna be there. Wow. And we revealed this. Oh on this my gosh. Show. Oh we sure did, didn't we? Yes, we I did. need some more vitamin B or something. Wounded <laughs> to warrior. help with this memory and loss. A Bill Kelling plan. This is from Sheila. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So yeah, so we will be there judging. I don't know how much interviewing is actually gonna get done since we're on the judging panel. A but lot. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I guess Kalen's got some got something in the works that I'm not I'm not I'm not as confident about, but that's okay. We will always do our best. It, that's what I'm saying, right there. there right you go. there. Thank you for asking, and uh, thank yes. you for taking up for me, two ladies. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They got my back. It wasn't intentional. It was not intentional. Speaking of which, did you Isn't get your bio turned in? Isn't that what the Gallo always says? He said bio, now I'm saying Gallo. 
<laughs> I know. You got to get those bad boys turned in. And I say that because as a reminder to myself, I haven't done that yet. Courtney Miles is going to string us both up if we don't get that done. Yes, yes, he will. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we are <laughs> we are winding down this crazy show. So if you have yes, any other last-minute questions, let us know. Yes. Otherwise, yes, I think... Oh, okay. Yes. Let's have there, it. There's one more. Do they make multigrain hot dog buns? Well, let's oh, I'm sorry. find this it's out. Again. Sorry. What'd you say? And that was from Jacob. I'm sorry. I didn't give his name. Okay. Um, Jacob, in doing a quick Google search, they do make multigrain hot dog buns. It looks like Rudy's Bakery might be one of them, uh, a brand that would be good. You know, in Ezekiel 4-9 sprouted whole grain hot dog buns, yes. Ezekiel, yes. you usually find that in the freezer section, and that is definitely a true whole grain bread product. So it's called Ezekiel 4-9. And there you have it. And so here are the ingredients for that. Here are the ingredients. Here's what to look for. Organic sprouted wheat. Now, I'm not saying to look for this in every single whole grain product, but this is the type of ingredient list. So you're going to have sprouted wheat, sprouted barley, sprouted millet, malted barley, sprouted lentils, sprouted soybeans, sprouted spelt. I don't know what that is. Filtered water, fresh yeast organic wheat gluten, and that's at the end, so there's very little of that, and sea salt. So what you have is just a list of several whole grains. That is indicative of a true whole grain product. So good question. Good, Good question. And Veronica, you have got it right. She says pay now in food price or pay later in health bills, and ain't that the truth, sister? Oh my goodness! Yes. You're gonna pay. You're gonna pay for your health one way or another, and you're either gonna pay in prevention or you're gonna pay in medical bills and pharmaceuticals. But one way or another, the piper is gonna get his due. Amen to that. And I, I think Amen that's the, to that. That explains why cheap food is so cheap because they get their money later. <laughs> you will pay for it. Yep. Yes, you That's will. Why I love Last. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And this last tip of the day, I, this one I just share. It's not crazy. It's not rocket science, but it's appeared on almost every list of Fourth of July survival tips that I've seen, and that is to clean your grill. Clean your grill. <laughs> so brush your teeth too. <laughs> and brush. <laughs> Oh, shoot. So with that, I feel like Kalen's already given his snickerdoodle shout-out, but you can do it one more time if you want. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. This is from Carl. And she says, I want to enjoy my buns without creating bigger buns on my backside. <laughs> I'd like then that. skip the buns. <laughs> oh, she there wants to go. enjoy her buns without creating bigger buns. Well, then I guess go for whole grain or, yes. you know, just eat half a bun. That's something That's something else you can do, too. Instead of having the top and bottom bun, just eat a half a bun. Just go for the bottom bun. 
Hold on. And that way you uh, get. About this, uh, Ezekiel. Uh, where can you get them? Yes. Um, you can find Ezekiel bread in most places. I think you can even find it in a Walmart. It tends to be in, um, you know, if your grocery store has a pretty good selection of most products, I bet you'll probably find it in the freezer section. And if your grocery store is anything like mine, if they don't have it, if you request it, um, you know, nine times out of ten, they usually get it in. Otherwise, you're going to find it at like a Whole Foods or Trader Joe's or, you know, a, a, a grocery store along those lines. But you're going to look for it in the freezer section. There you go. And there you because have it. Because okay, it, it is all. One more. Oh, my goodness. All right. I was just going to say, Sorry, because it is a whole, they all whole grains, so they will, they will, they don't, they have a very short shelf life, so that's why you'll find it in the freezer section. Okay, sorry, Kaylin, what were you saying? Yes, this is, this is one, is from uh, Brenda again, and she's saying that she feels like she should be reading her ingredients more, because it seems like there's a lot of false advertising on the label. Um, yes. I'll let you go with that. Yes. That'll be our last one. All I'm going to say is yes, everyone should be reading your ingredients more. Become label readers. Become label readers. I mean, even if you still continue to eat whatever it is that you love to eat, at least you're informed on what's going in your body. You'll become more in tune with actual serving sizes, more in tune with your calorie consumption, more in tune with what you are putting into your body. And the basic rule of thumb is the fewer ingredients, the better for you. Yes. That's all I have to say about that. Okay, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I can't even say that's right. <laughs> so with that, everybody have a fantastic Fourth of July. We will yes, be back please. on Thursday. Um, yeah, and Kayla and I are going to be on our own again on Thursday. And would you believe it or not, we planned this. <laughs> Yes. In hindsight, if it was such a good idea, but we planned uh, this, we purposely planned not to have guests this week. So again, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna enjoy our fourths, and uh, we'll see what Thursday's gonna hold. But you know, everyone out there, on behalf of Kaylin, myself, the boys from P for P Muscle, live blessed, play safe, and your body is a temple. So let's build it. Which they can do. Them. <laughs> 